Hi, I'm Max, and that's Saib from the Triple S League. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Well, really only two stories, but just one of them. You're on the internet at all, and you consider yourself a gamer, you probably heard about. And it's pretty huge, so we're just going to dive right into it. Activision Blizzard, Saib. We've talked a lot about them on this show. Saib, you've certainly talked a lot about them on, on your show, on your channel. It seems that for the past several years, they've somehow managed to become more and more evil. Like, getting upwards of, like, you know, I personally consider the two worst gaming companies to be EA and Konami, but Activision Blizzard are getting right up there real fast. Just when you think things can't get any worse with them, they somehow do. Let's just run down the list of terrible things they've done real quick, shall we? They're responsible for the introduction of loot box monetization into gaming. Thank you, Overwatch. They demonstrated their complete ignorance when it came to what their audience wants when they announced Diablo Mortal, uh, sorry, Diablo Immortal exclusively for mobile, rather than Diablo 4 for PC, which they only did after the backlash. Uh, there was the release of Warcraft 3 Reforged, which was an absolute critical failure. Um, I think at one point it became like the most downvoted game ever on Metacritic. Certainly one of the most downvoted. Um, they completely bent their knee to the Chinese Communist Party when they screwed over Blitzchung for supporting the Hong Kong democracy protesters. Oh, and let's not forget the fact that Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Blizzard, is paying himself $200 million this year while laying off several employees and paying many of those who remain minimum wage. So, people have gotten pretty sick and tired of Activision Blizzard for these reasons and more the last little while. So much so that some reports say that for the first time in a long time, World of Warcraft might not be the MMO juggernaut that it used to be. Like you mentioned last week, side, like tons and tons of people are making a point to leave World of Warcraft behind and move over to Final Fantasy XIV. So many that it might have more active subscribers than World of Warcraft. Uh, if we're going by the statistics from MMO Population, uh, the website, Final Fantasy XIV currently has 2.49 million active players versus World of Warcraft, which has 2.19 million. That's nuts, because for as long as I think I've pretty much had consciousness, World of Warcraft has been the king. And mm -hmm. it, it's weird for like this era to seem like it's coming to an end. But with that information and all the previous controversies in mind, you'd have to think, there's no way it can get any worse. Right? Just no way. Well, a piece of news came out two days ago. We're recording this on Friday. And I think it's fair to say that things have gone right past worse and went right to worst. Like, the worst. I'm talking people doing the worst possible things to each other and getting away with it. Sai, mm -hmm. this news report that I'm referring to, uh, that you sent to me yesterday, uh, came out on Wednesday from Bloomberg, and it's bad. Like, yeah. really it's, bad. It's really bad, and they dance around some of the stuff, and they don't... They don't call out some stuff like they should, I think. The worst thing is is somebody died, okay? So we, we need to, we need to be real clear on this. And and Blizzard should have been extremely clear on this. Um I'm even upset that the Bloomberg and some of these other sources, they're not as clear on this as as they could. The the only person who seems to have kind of like hammered this home to the point as far as like the big voices go is Asmongold. And even then, um he's only kind of like skiffing it somebody committed suicide over the allegedly over the things going on but that's the thing is that oh well it's allegedly connected you know that, that that's the word they're throwing around no it is connected it 100 is connected and, and i could say that um 100 matter of factly when you look at it like this and that is did somebody work at blizzard and then commit suicide whilst working at blizzard yeah if the answer is yes 
then there is some correlation there. Now, we don't know if the correlation is 0.01% of, of it. Is it is it a fraction of a fraction? Was that, that the amount of the, the influence going on there? Or was it 99%? So the fact that that Blizzard just uses this and they they did it in the most disrespectful, disgusting way possible. It's like, how dare you bring this person into the thing? No, dude, no. How dare you? No, how dare you flash this off like it was nothing? When somebody is under your care, which an employee is, they do some their their actions have some connection to you, whether in small or in large. We don't know which one it was. We can't make an, uh, a statement regarding that. Was it 50%, 100%, 5%, 2%, you know, 75%? We don't know any of those things. But it wasn't zero because the fact that they worked there, the fact that they uh, apparently, again, I'm quoting the the sources that the, that the, the legal stuff that's been brought, brought forward on this, they committed side while on a work trip with a team leader so somebody in authority over them who they were sleeping with and who had brought several i mean i i don't want to get too graphic here but if you read the suit they brought certain things with them that you only you know employ in the the company of a significant other and or you know bed partner yeah, that's not nothing. And in fact, if that was a, you know, if it if it was a, I'm trying I'm trying to be as delicate as I can with this. Yeah, yeah. If it, if it was a scenario in which there, it was a scenario that the police were involved, and it was a scenario that they questioned a lot of people in that process, and they discovered some pretty disgusting things about the team leader that was there. Now again how much of a victim they were versus like, you know, a cause or, or, you know, causation that's not necessarily figured out, but it's not nothing like blizzard passes it off to be, Oh, well, you know, she was just having some issues and it's like, okay, well, how many of those were your responsibility? Because as someone who did spend numerous times staring down a barrel of a gun, when I was at my worst, deciding whether or not to pull the trigger, I can tell you most assuredly that if I had a bad day at work, it became a whole lot more tempting than if I didn't have a bad day at work. Mm -hmm. And some of those bad days of work were not my fault. They were the fault of supervisors and other people who were literally just blowing off steam by, by stepping on somebody who is who is lower than them in the seniority bracket. Now, again, how much of that was is involved? It's not nothing, Blizzard. Well, I sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but I think we can safely say that there is a genuine reason to be suspect because the article that we're, we both read from, from Bloomberg, it says that the allegations that are being made uh, against Activision Blizzard by the state of California are pretty well substantiated because it's the result of a two-year investigation to what's been mm -hmm. going on there. Of what, And the thing that you're speaking of, of an employee committing suicide, that is apparently the result of the overall culture that has been instantiated, at least at the offices within California of mm -hmm. Activision Blizzard. And according to the Bloomberg article, it's a quote unquote frat boy culture. And there's much more to it. Like This is obviously the worst where somebody takes their own life as a result of this type of culture and the way that they were treating her, where we won't go get into the most graphic details. But yeah, there's plenty more where that came from. So what yeah. else was there, Sid? So there was a lot of things that had some like pay discrepancies between men and women. This kind of stuff is where the legalese will, will kind of get really thick and heavy. And 
your eyes might glaze over when trying to understand, you know, what's what exactly is going on. Pogue Law did a big breakdown on this, uh, trying to look at it from very much a lawyer's perspective. So he was he was doing so without very much um, effort in it. And to be uh, to be candid, he does have a a family member. I believe it's a son who currently works for Activision. So there is he he did make that clear at the beginning. The way that he bridged a lot of the stuff, I I don't think. I think it would have been better if he had uh, if he had passed that off to like Viva Dirt or, or one of the other um, YouTube lawyers mm. uh, to kind of talk through it a little bit. I, I think that when your son works for a company that you're reporting about, it's going to be difficult to. Yeah, there there is a there is a conflict of interest there. And I don't care how um, how skilled you are when you have that big of a conflict of interest, then it, it's it's something that you should step aside on. And and as somebody in his position within the community, I think I think he probably should have done that because he was he, he put it in into a fair like I know it's his job, but he did he did sugarcoat certain things or make things look or appear as it's like, well, you know, really, that's just going to come down to the, the lawyers debating the merits of this and that. And it's like, OK, 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 I, I get that you're doing the lawyer speak now but it goes a little bit deeper than that um yeah, yeah. so the legalese of it is like of course everybody deserves their day in court and some people were upset by this like there was there's a couple more than one person who was upset when i said you know everybody deserves a day in court but you don't understand the worst thing for some of these people for some of these people who acted in these ways is to stand in front of a court that proceedings are being broadcast to the world and have the reality of what they did shoved in their face and then they not being able to explain why they did so because it's unexcusable and then for them to to walk out with that shame that is one of the greatest punishments you can dish somebody as, as well as the you know the actual punishment to follow right yeah uh so i don't see why and and i made a twitter post that i believe that there should be a manslaughter charge in here somewhere hmm. Yeah, because you can drive a person to suicide, and that is not their fault. That that is that is somebody who who's acting with great maliciousness and who may not necessarily intend that to happen, but their actions, you know, made it to happen. And and I think that's something that that should be looked at a little bit more frequently. And you know, I'm a bit of a I'm I'm a bit harsh on this because again, I've I've struggled with this myself, and and it's something that is kind of close to the to the chest on this. So th I think that it's it's pretty bad for them to bridge it that way but beyond the pay differences which again there is some explanation for it if you're looking at particular things which Hoglaw pointed out you know one being that that none of the the people were actually holding those very high up positions that did pay you know that much like Bobby giving himself 200 million there's there's a, you know there's only one of those positions in the company so yeah you can't quite take a comparison of somebody who was close to like a leadership position within the company and then compare it to the guy who runs the company right like there there is some difference there obviously but that that's that is going to be one of the things that they're really going to get into the heavy and of course because they are the um essentially the the, the prosecutor side they're going to put some of these charges on thick and heavy to force blizzard into trying to negotiate a settlement right away because of things and and when we get close to the end i'll, I'll explain what i think the outcome of this is going to be yeah. but beyond that there was a lot of abuse in the form of uh rough housing in in the way of they did these these cur uh these uh, cubicle 
crawls. So it's kind of like a bar crawl where you go from one bar to the next to the next, just drinking really heavily. And then you just go to the next. And and it's kind of, I've never done one of those. It's this, I don't drink at all, but it's, it's really bizarre to me. Like I, I can't wrap my head around the idea of just like getting smashed and then just wandering around the city. And it's like, like an idiot in front of loads of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something that I, I just don't understand, but they would get apparently. And again, a lot of this stuff is allegedly Allegedly, there'd be people that would get hammered, guys, and then they would go and crawl around between the cubicles. And now, so this isn't what was made clear. Were there women in these cubicles or not? Because if there were women in these cubicles and they were trying to work, and if they were wearing a skirt or a dress, that is what we call, I don't i don't know if we can actually say it on YouTube, but that is an actual legal crime in many countries. Oh, yeah. So, like, if, if you carry around a, a selfie stick and you keep it low to the ground and you take pictures with the camera facing up on, on people walking around in skirts and dresses, you can go to jail real fast and you deserve to be so. And, and frankly, I think that's where they should bring back the stocks, you know? You put somebody <laughs> in stocks in the city square and then people throw rotten food at them mm. for, for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that, that'll smarten somebody up on that fairly quickly, I think. Again, I'm sorry. I'm being a, a little ag- aggressive here. But well, that, that, that's, that's you know, but again, that's not actually detailed whether or not women were actually involved in this or whether or not this was done after night and it was just or, or during business hours in empty cubicles. And it was just a game that was being played. And so Asmongold, for example, said that that sounded like fun. Now, that sounded like fun, I think, in his way of thinking that that's what they were doing is they were crawling from empty cubicle to empty cubicle doing like, a, you know, a drinking game, which which, again, if you're into that sort of thing, that sounds like fun. But the minute that you add women. Women in dresses trying to do their work whilst you're doing this, you enter in uh, the situation for a lot of abuse to happen very, very quickly. You know, was there groping involved? Was it, what, did you get extra points if you did that? What kind of other degenerate things were they doing? Or was it just that? And so that's one of the things that we have to we have to be a little just right in, in in stating that we don't know how many of these bad things were connected in the way that they were connected. Mm-hmm. There were uh, a bunch of other examples, some more individual examples. One of the one of the examples that disgusted me the most because I had um, I have a lot of younger siblings and I remember my mother having to deal with this from time to time, and that is trying to um, trying to breastfeed uh, a child whilst disgusting creepy vile lecherous old men are trying to get a peaky boot on on a woman breastfeeding a child Mm -hmm. and i've seen some pretty like my mom didn't take she did not like take that stuff like like my mom is not somebody you push around like that and i remember that some some events when i was younger where you know she was like get out of here you creep what are you doing? And and so what was going on in this particular case is that there were uh, lactation rooms set up for nursing mothers to either nurse directly or in some cases, some of the women, you know, they, they pump themselves into a container. They put the container in the fridge, then they take that home, and then that is used to feed the baby the next day. Yeah. That is a very common practice and a very healthy practice because baby formula doesn't give the enzymes and the the antibiotics that natural breast milk does. And I think every mother who does that should be congratulated and and should be, you know, put put on a pedestal of doing the best for their child that they can. And that is a well-respected thing for them to do. But apparently some men would just barge into the room, which is set up as a lactation room and say oh yeah we need this place for a meeting um i I gotta move some of these chairs around i've seen this before 
in lecherous, disgusting pigs. And I know it's a problem in a lot of places, not just in Silicon Valley. This is a very common problem that nursing mothers have to deal with. And it's disgusting. So I, I can see that this is like the fact that they bring this up. I think this one's legit because I know I have seen it before. I have seen people who are like, I need to find some excuse to enter that room where that, that girl's topless right now. It's like, no, you don't, you pig, you don't. That's yeah. rude. That's disgusting. That's you're absolute... more likely to do stupid crap like that when you're under the influence. Exactly. So so how does that factor into things? But uh, that, anyway, that was one of the ones that really, really peeved me. Mm -hmm. There were some other ones that um, can definitely, can likely be proven if they get to uh, exploratory phase. So like looking at their emails and going through their emails, which again, I'm going to explain why Blizzard does not want to have this happen at all. But it's it's absolutely 100% disgusting. And yeah, the, the, the charges are long and heavy and pretty messed up. You can read it yourself. A lot of these are, are very, very terrible. There's some that get worse than that. There's some that are a little bit more tame. And it's been going on for a long time. And I have started to dig around, started to talk to people. And one of the biggest things that I think you'll hear and that you'll see is that so many female game devs are shrugging their shoulders and saying it's always been like this yeah and that's the worst part is that it's for a lot of women this is the norm of what they have to deal with and it's not the norm for all guys to do this i really want to point this out and because some people have been really upset and and some people get a little angry myself included there's some people like oh all all men are like this no no i i think i think you know, I was really kind of puzzling it through my head. And I, I think there's an equal percentage of, of guys who will stand up against this kind of stuff that, that also do this kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think there's a, there's a, a, a small chunk of men who will absolutely never let this happen. They are, they are because they have mothers, sisters, wives, daughters, and, and they will never let this happen. I remember as a kid watching one boy try to take a peek into the girl's shower room and one of the dads of one of the girls, he came over and he dragged the kid by his ear out of that bathroom. And, and he gave him one of the most stern talking tos I have ever seen. Yeah, and it scared the ever-living crap out of the kid. The kid was about nine-ish. And, I mean, you know, dragging people by their ears, that used to be a lot common. A lot more common when I was young. So this isn't like something that happened yesterday. This is something that happened when I was very young, which was, a you know, a couple thousand years ago at this point. Hey, man, but, if, my, if I ever had a kid and I caught him doing that, I'd instill the fear of God. In yeah, him. well, it wasn't his kid, though. But he, but he, was, he was stark. He was like, if you ever try and peek on a girl again there will be hell to pay and you knew it too so i want to point out that there is a lot of guys who stand absolutely against this and they're not going to be engaging in this activity at all then there's a, a portion of guys who do this and they seem to have like this sub code with other guys who are willing to do this uh, preach one of these big youtubers was talking about this and, and i think i agree with them i have never had guys say hey do you want to talk about your latest sexual exploitations, which also something that was insinuated in this article that that, that guys would re regularly get together and just talk about this? I have never had that conversation with another man. I, I have I have yeah. only ever had that conversation with my with the person that I'm actually like currently in a committed relationship with. I don't understand how guys could just walk around and be like, "Hey, want to talk about how to you know, like." <laughs> I just, I just don't it. get it. Yeah. I don't understand. I have no idea, no conception of why they would find that interesting to brag about. And and there was some really bad stuff. Some of the stuff that's been coming out recently now, because more and more devs are speaking up, is there was a, a, a couple 
that were working at Blizzard and they would come up to the guy and be like, hey, you want to, you know, we should all get into a foursome or a threesome or something like that. And they started being aggressive towards him because he wouldn't say yes. That's sexual assault too. So what what I think there is, is I think there's another majority. I think it is the majority of, of guys who, who don't notice these things, who don't really talk about these things, and in some cases don't believe that these things happen on a regular basis. And they kind of shrug their shoulders and say, nah, nah, you know, you know, and if they're around the good guys, then they kind of lean more towards those good guys. But if they're around all those bad guys, they tend to let them pass a lot. And I think that we that's what we were seeing here, because there clearly wasn't very many people, you know, walking up to these guys saying, you know, don't you dare do that you know, yeah. men or women. I don't think there was there was either of them routinely getting in people's faces saying, don't you dare do that again. You know, I am going to go down to the police department and report you for sexual harassment. I, I'm skipping the whole HR department. I am making a legal complaint, complaint right now because what you did is illegal. How dare you, sir? How dare you? I don't think there's enough of that going on. Yeah, well, it's just because it's vastly easier to just not get involved. And when stuff like this happens, it's just a lot less stress on the mind and... Mm. And it's just easier to pay people off. Like, that's what we've seen in regards to the Ubisoft stuff uh, with similar stuff. Probably not to the same great extent that we're seeing it here with Activision Blizzard, but, you know, it's bad enough. They said, oh, yeah, we're committed to inclusion and diversity, which, by the way, whenever a corporation says that, they're lying to your face, especially these particular companies. They yeah, yeah, what, do, like... what do they what, what do they do when it comes down to, uh, you know, LGBT acceptance, right? They wave their flags, they put their their things up on their Twitters and that, and they're like, hey, look at how, you know, look at how awesome we are. And then you look at their the those same wings of those companies in, you know, Saudi Arabia or some some other country in the Middle East where that is not actually accepted at all. Right. Yeah. In China too, especially. And and you say, Oh yeah, what what about here? Oh look, you guys didn't mention a, a word about this at all. Not at all. Wow. How do you feel about the way that uh, the Chinese treat ethnic minorities in their country, Blizzard? Mm-hmm. Right. They, they don't speak a word about that, but they're they, they want to. They're in their defense letter. They're like they're like, oh yeah, we're accepting. Lo- you know, we're we're looking out. You know, we're putting people that have uh, you know, there all kinds of different races, and that's not the issue. The issue is that you have a bunch of disgusting people that work for you, and you've been validating and okaying the behavior for apparently years. And that's, that's that's what's not good. Anyways, I know we're short on time. I'm going to be talking about more about this tomorrow on, on our podcast tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have received some news and some information that is also pretty startling. It's about as bad or a little worse than than, than a lot of this. It's not as bad, obviously, as, the, as this. I'm going to be talking about it. So tune in tomorrow. Uh, I think this, does this go up before or after we do our podcast? In the day? Uh, it goes up tomorrow on Saturday. So I, by, unfortunately, yeah. I imagine yeah, it'll, be, that... it'll be, it'll be Saturday morning for us. So if, if you're listening to this, check out our Triple uh, S League, um, check out our Saturday morning show. We're going to, we're going to cover the stuff uh, and I'm going to start, I'm going to mention this a little bit. I'll, I'll give kind of a tease to it since it'll probably be out there. It appears as the, there was more um, nefarious reasons for Bobby Kotick to lay off an enormous amount of people and then immediately rehire a bunch of them Mm. for in some cases less than they were making beforehand. But apparently there's some shenanigans going on here that, that makes this whole situation look a lot worse. Yeah. I don't doubt that there's more to this story. Like we're just in the first days of this, this is going to be going, this whole thing, we're going to be hearing about this for the next few months. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's the worst 
controversy of 2021 when it comes to gaming? Uh, just, I think they're going to settle on this. They can't afford the bad news. And more than the bad news that, that's currently go on, going on, they cannot in any way allow them, allow the, the, the state to look at their records, to look yeah. at their emails. Because if they do that, they're going to open up a whole can of worms. Because if if you've deleted emails in that scenario, they can infer a lot on those deleted emails. If you didn't delete the emails and you have even just a small bit of stuff that that confirms any of this stuff, they are going to be crucified yep. quite literally. And if there's worse things that come out by this, such as the information that I seem to have been gotten, seem to have discovered myself getting my hands on, if any of that turns out to be true, I don't think there will be an Activision Blizzard left after those after the court proceedings follow. I think that if this happens, again, powerful people tend to avoid punishment. But if this goes the way that that I'm hearing, and and if this gets to court, which I which is why I don't think I think they're going to settle, th there wouldn't be an Activision left. Yeah, the 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 bulk of the leadership will be in prison again if this stuff pans out to be true and this is going to yeah, this is going to shake things up and again they have nobody to blame but themselves oh yeah yeah i imagine that like you said they they have the money to settle even though they have been laying people off they have been having record profits yeah i imagine you know they buy up all the best lawyers and take care of it that way but here's hoping that proper justice will be done and that that justice will result in better practices, not just within the the companies, companies like these occupy, but also just in regards to the development of gaming in general. Um, so before we move on to the second and last story that we have, which I promise will be a lot more positive, I, I did have one last question I wanted to ask you. As somebody who has played World of Warcraft a, a long period of time, a long history with uh, with Blizzard games, how does this make you feel as somebody's played that game for a long time and do you imagine you'll be able to go back and play it after hearing stuff like this it, it depends on their response uh i mean this is what pretty much this is what a lot of people are saying it depends on their response it depends on the stuff it depends on how many of these people were involved in this do you want to sink a ship that has with a thousand people on it that happens to have five pirates on it yeah like is that the response are you going to victimize the victims over again by doing this like are you gonna are, are you going to make all those people who suffered through this for years are you going to give them justice and then continue to support them or are you going to burn the whole thing down and leave them on the street with absolutely nothing and then go haha we've we've done justice for you there, there are groups of people and, and organizations that do that who walk through areas and burn people's houses down, burn, burn people's buildings down, then look at them and say, aren't you glad that you've been liberated now? Well, no. You know, and I and I don't think that's the right case. Now, again, that, that entirely depends. If there's 500 pirates on a ship and there's only five good people on the ship, well, then, I mean, maybe it's kind of like a blast the thing and then try and rescue you know, and so so there, there's obviously big moral questions, and those two are two of the biggest extremes that I can think of on either end of this scenario. Yeah. So there there are there are a lot of questions to be asked right now. Um, there's currently a sit-in going on for anybody who still has a, a an active WoW account. There's a sit-on going on on my on one of my home servers actually. Um, there is a, a big, large community of of guildy people that are set up, and they're currently having a sit-in in Orobos, talking to each other, protesting where they can. Uh, and I think that's I think that's a good idea. 
I, th I think that if you have WoW time left right now and you haven't canceled, then that's probably a good idea. As far as canceling, again, it's one of those things where it's like there's there's it's so many good yeah. people. You know, one of our one of the other great autistic streamers out there, Des Mephisto, you know, WoW right. is entirely how he makes his living right now. Are we going to take that away from him, too? Like that's those are the, the very difficult questions that we have to answer right now. And if if he does move or he does change games, you know, he's going to lose most of his audience because that's the way that's, that Twitch works. You know, when we moved away from projects and, and products that weren't doing good anymore, we lost the entire momentum on our channel. And, and it's happened twice. Yeah. And it's and it's really no, sorry. It's happened. Yeah. No, just twice. And it's it's been horrible. It's been really horrible. Sometimes you have to start over again completely. And that sucks. So and and not to mention that sometimes you can't get going on a second try. So there's a lot of really difficult questions and a lot of more difficult answers. Yeah, that you made a few magnificent points there, side. Mm -hmm. After all, you know, even though I haven't played World of Warcraft as anywhere near as much as you did, I have played a lot of it in my lifetime, and it is one of the best game not just games but game experiences i've ever had just being mm -hmm. able to meet with people i met with people in real life who i played world of warcraft with and they're wonderful people you get to build long-lasting friendships by playing this game doing these raids going to the different worlds riding on dragons riding on horses getting all the best loot it's so much fun and it would be a real shame if something like that that has provided so much joy and entertainment for over a decade to just completely disintegrate and like you said just blow everything up but we'll have to see if something like that will happen hopefully not hopefully the people who are moral will be able to not be affected by the actions of immoral people in this regard and people like Desmephisto and Asmongold and all the other people that have played World of Warcraft and do content around it will be able to continue to do so but as you said it's complicated and things will be sorted out over a long period of time but that's it for today in regards to that story obviously stay tuned we will provide updates on this side will certainly provide updates on his channel which you can go and uh, check out by clicking on the link in the description box and let's move on to the last story which as i said is a lot more positive surprisingly it's coming out of <laughs> the aforementioned ea who i and many other people believe to be the most evil company in terms of gaming but you got to give the devil its due when they actually do something good at ea play which was yesterday i believe uh, it's sort of like the conference that they were kind of supposed to have with E3, I think, but they pushed it a month later. They announced a bunch of things, but, you know, the one thing that is of importance to me and Saib and, you know, something that people have been begging for for a long time is Dead Space. We've uh, talked on past shows about the possibility of Dead Space being revived, and it seems like all the reports that we were talking about in those past shows are true. Dead Space lives... It's not a sequel. It's a remake of the first game. Mm -hmm. We don't really know much else beyond that. They released a one minute long trailer just confirming that, hey, Isaac's back. I imagine that there's going to be new and beautiful ways to cut off the limbs of people. Uh, but aside from that, we don't really know anything else, I don't think. Uh, Saib, your reaction to the revival of Dead Space and what you think we can expect. Uh, basically what I've talked about before, I think we're going to see a couple of improvements to the story that were in the second game. I hope that we're not going to see loot boxes and purchasable power that we saw in the third game. No, actually, from what I understand, uh, they released uh, something following the trailer that said there won't be any microtransactions. So 
Good for you. Well, Good for you, I, EA. Again, again, I, 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 I won't. I wouldn't trust it until five years after release. <laughs> right, right. Because in in Ubisoft's case, they said this game is coming with no microtransactions. And Isn't that great, later. everybody? Yeah. And yeah. then six months later, they go, and now we're adding microtransactions by popular demand. Yeah, it's I like, learned my no. lesson really badly with that when I uh, bought Crash Team Racing. And yeah, yeah speaking of Activision, but sorry, yeah, go still, ahead. still, still legally no in-app purchases for the game on release on release mm -hmm. on release there wasn't any there is now there's a ton you could spend a thousand dollars in the game in five minutes but when it was released well there was nothing in there then so that's the game that's the dirty filthy game that these people play i think like oh, it boils my blood it boils my blood. Yeah. Like, generally speaking, because it is being made by EA Motive, who did give us Star Wars Squadrons, which, from what I understand, still doesn't have any microtransactions in it or paid DLC. I, I might be wrong about the paid DLC thing. But, you know, it was it was well-received critically and, uh, you know, lower price than most AAA games. I would like to think that because of their status within EA and the respect that they treated that game, that it's in the best possible place that it can be if, you know, it's going to be related to EA whatsoever. So, yeah, I, I hope that it's more than just like a, a remaster. Uh, I hope that what happens is they will just take the story that we have, but flesh it out, maybe do things with it that they originally wanted to do way back then, but weren't able to for whatever reason. Kind of like um, what, like I know this isn't the best example, but you know, there are people that really enjoyed the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, they did things with that game uh, that were new because they were, apparently there were certain things in that game that they weren't able to do when it came out for the first time on the PS1. Mm -hmm. uh, I would like to see him add stuff like that. Maybe, as Saib said, expand the lore in doing stuff like that. And I'd like to see just how many new ways we can uh, tear off the limbs of those uh, alien bad... Uh, I can't swear. Uh, I was about to quote Sergeant Johnson from Halo, but you know what I mean. Just uh, do what Dead Space 1 and 2 did so well with making it feel so mechanically fine-tuned and satisfying but do it with updated graphics and mechanics right i think that's the best we can hope for uh was there yeah. anything else that you can suggest no no I, it's, again it's one of these things that where it's like i'm tentatively like keeping an eye on it mm -hmm. for anything from ea i don't actually watch it uh directly like I, I very rarely will will pay attention to anything directly from from EA or from oh, yeah. Ubisoft or from you know these companies. I, I'll get questions every once in a while by Ash or, or other people. Like, did you pay attention to the story? And I'm like, I perused it and then I deleted it from my memory to save storage space. So yes and no, I can't remember anything about it. So, yeah, if it, so, yeah, yeah, that's why like I didn't watch the EA State of Play or whatever mm -hmm. the hell it's called. I, I just watched the I read about the highlights on the different news sites and the watched the different YouTubers videos, but it's encouraging. I would love to be able to see what they're able to do, and it's probably not going to come out for a while. But I hope that when it does, it's well polished and it can sort of fill that void in my heart for survival horror that you know isn't a game called Resident Evil, which you know I, I like Resident mm -hmm. Evil, but it's nice to have uh, things switched up, and it's also nice to have a dormant horror franchise being revived and actually having stuff done with it, Konami. Anyways. Right. 
<laughs> so just a little bit of good news to uh, palate cleanse after that last story. That does it for us, ladies and gentlemen, for this episode of Maximum News. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Saib, uh, you mentioned before your YouTube channel. Aside from that, do you want to tell where people can find you online? Yeah, follow me on the Twitter at uh, the Triple S League, and then also on all of the um, all of the extra sites that are not, you know, the alt, the alt. Uh, what are they calling it now? Alt Media or whatever it's called. It's like the the bit shoot, the rumbles, the those kinds of places. We've got our presence on on most of those places for our main shows and podcasts and stuff. So right on, and th there'll be links to that in the description box. And for my personal channel, you can find that down below, and you can just find me on all the other various forms of social media. Just at Max Derrett. That's it, guys. Until we do this again next week, just want to remind you, as per usual, stay yellow.